Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of August. In the biggest development, to boost exports, the government yesterday announced the rates of tax refunds under the remission of duties and taxes on exported products scheme. That's a bit of a mouthful, so it's been abbreviated to RODTEP. The scheme will cover as many as 8,555 products, including marine goods, yarn and dairy. According to Commerce Secretary BVR Subramaniam, steel, chemicals and pharma have not been included in the scheme as they have done well without incentives. He also said that the government has set aside close to 12,500 crore rupees for refunds under the scheme for the current financial year. The tax refund rates under the scheme range from 0.5% to 4.3% for various sectors. The Reserve Bank of India said in its latest monthly bulletin that the Monetary Policy Committee's decision to overlook high inflation in order to prioritize growth was a judgment call. In its monthly bulletin, it said that uh, a reduction in the rate of inflation can be achieved only by a reduction in growth. An increase in growth is only possible by paying the price of an increase in inflation always and everywhere. According to the RBI's sacrifice ratio, latest estimates for India suggest that for every percentage point reduction in the rate of inflation, 1.5 to 2 percentage points of GDP growth has to be foregone. India is expected to withdraw sugar export subsidies from the new season beginning in October as a sharp rise in global prices makes it easier for Indian mills to sell the sweetener on the world market, according to a top government official. According to that official, since the prices of the sweetener have gone up, it would be better for international prices if the government did not step in with subsidies. India has been selling oil from its strategic petroleum reserve to state-run refiners as it implements a new policy to commercialize its federal storage by leasing out space, according to a Reuters report. The agency reported last month that India had changed its policy to allow the Indian strategic petroleum reserves, uh, which manages the federal oil inventories, to lease 30% of its overall 37 million barrels capacity to Indian and foreign companies. In international news, the Biden administration has said it has cleared the way for Americans to travel from Kabul city to the airport in order to evacuate anyone left in Afghanistan, citing assurances from the Taliban that they'll allow for safe passage. About 11,000 Americans have self-identified as still in the country. Meanwhile, the U.S. has frozen nearly $9.5 billion in assets belonging to Afghan Central Bank and stopped shipments of cash to the nation as it tries to keep the Taliban from accessing money. In Qatar, there are signs that talks on the formation of a new government may pick up speed. And the militant group said it will allow women to return to work in government roles under certain conditions. In more international news, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has put the country into a three-day lockdown after the discovery of five cases of COVID-19. Elsewhere in Hong Kong, uh, the government has ramped up its 
hotel quarantine period to at least two weeks for vaccinated residents that are returning from most countries. Singapore, meanwhile, plans to set up pilot programs to allow vaccinated business travellers from other countries to enter on controlled itineraries next month as it charts a cautious international reopening. Singapore is in talks with Germany, Australia, Canada and South Korea to be the first batch of countries for such arrangements, according to a Bloomberg report. Though the country is also looking at the possibility of leisure travel, according to Trade Minister Gan Kim Yong. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Markets have extended their winning streak for seventh day in a row, but a large part of the day was spent in consolidation around 16,600 levels. As we saw in the recent past, time spent in catching breath often triggers the next up move on the index. Experts believe such phase of slow drift are not necessarily bad as they signal investors to search for quality. Many macro indicators like the latest business activity surveys hinting at a broader recovery, so investors should now expect more sectors to join the rebound. Foreign institutional investors were net sellers of shares worth about 350 crore rupees, while domestic institutional investors were net buyers of 266 crore rupees worth of shares. U.S. stocks have slipped, retreating from a record high as weaker-than-expected economic data and concerns over Delta variant weighed on sentiment. The Fed chairman has said that the COVID pandemic is still casting a doubt on the economic activity. It is not clear as of now what recent surge in cases means for the economy. Let's now tell you about the active stocks this morning. In a big relief to the private sector lender, Reserve Bank has lifted an eight-month ban on HDFC Bank. ETNOW's newsbreak has been confirmed. Canara Bank has launched a 2,500 crore rupee QIP for institutions. Larson and Tubro's looking to sell its 51% stake in LNT infrastructure development project. LNT has adopted an asset light strategy and is in the process of exiting non-core assets. HCL Tech has signed a five-year IT contract with German chemicals MNC Wacker Chemi. DCM Sriram is buying 30% stake in Turkish drone manufacturer Zyron Dynamics. Bharat Dynamics and European missile maker MBDA are setting up a facility for assembly, integration and test of short-range missiles. TCS has crossed the 13 lakh crore rupee mark in market value, becoming only India's second company to do so after Reliance. Keep an eye on shares of Vedanta. It plunged 12% yesterday after Hindustan Zinc deferred board meet on dividend and a high court notice on its copper smelter hit investor sentiment. To recap, after the recent gains, experts want you to lock in some profit in broader market names and look only for quality large caps that have been slow to move. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.